Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Cinema at Home Now TV, Episode 3. It's been a while since our last episode, so we've got two. That's right, two brand new films to talk about. As ever, joining me is the superb Ranjit Nanra, the wonderful Craig Fields, and the marvellous Herbie Hilsden. Ranjit, how art thou? (laughs) I'm doing great. Um, I've finally started, speaking of Now TV... I finally started watching Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's all on Now TV now. So um almost finished season one because I never watched it when it came on TV. So, yeah, it's, it's going well so far. I'm interested. You're, you're in for the long haul there, yeah, mate. Really? Yeah. How many seasons is it? Is it six? Uh, Seven? Eight. Oh, eight. eight. Yeah. Um, wow. I can't wait yeah. for you to get to eight. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get to eight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, Herbie, how you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, you know, plodding along. I, speaking of, I mean, it's not now TV, I should save this for the Amazon one, but talking of TV that's been recently added, um, all of The Handmaid's Tale is now on Amazon Prime, so I'll be watching that oh, as I don't have now TV. That's music to the, to, to my girlfriend's ears because she's been wanting to watch that for ages and I and I, and I I just couldn't get hold of it anywhere other than purchasing <laughs> it and I don't want to it purchase was, it. It was such a pain to find in this country because I think it was, it was on Hulu. It was on Channel 4, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was showing on Channel Four, but it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't stay on Four on Demand because I think all their originals they they have on there to access at any time. But if not, you can only watch it for the month after it's shown, which is a bit difficult. Intriguing. So it's on Amazon mm. Prime. Yes, all, all three seasons. It is because I yeah. wa- I watched the first two and I started the third one and I lost a bit of momentum because it is bleak. The book is one of my favourite books. And it's not supposed to be cheerful. You don't expect it to be cheerful. And the, and the, and the series really bogs you down yeah. at times. But there's a lot more optimism, I think, in the series because the series goes beyond the book. One hour later. And uh, Craig, how are you doing? I, I'm feeling very, very, very lucky today. Um, and after you telling me about Hamed's tell in great detail about being on <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Prime, um, which is very lucky. Um, I will t- reveal why I'm feeling like this. Um, today, something miraculous happened during breakfast, something that I never f- expected to happen and something that's never happened to me before. Um, whilst making scrambled eggs, I-, I cracked an egg and a double yolk appeared. Oh, wow. Has that ever Ooh. happened to anyone before? No. Well, we- I have, we've I- had a few I've over had the a- years. I've had well, the odd double well, yolk. Well, no, I-, I was making scrambled eggs for quite a few of us, so I had eight eggs and... The first four were perfectly fine. The sec- the the fifth one was uh, a double yolk. Wow. And I was really surprised by that, and I was really excited. The second of the second load of fourth eggs, or whatever you're going to say, the, the sixth <laughs> egg was also a double yolk. Oh, no. Oh. And I'm not even kidding. The third was also a double yolk. This right? is unbelievable. Right? And then the fourth egg was also a double yolk. <laughs> four in a row, right? Unbelievable wow. scenes. That is 
And then that, I looked up what the chances of, of that actually is, right? And apparently it's one in a trillion. What? Yeah. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, you're mad. You're, that didn't happen. That genuinely happened to me today, this morning, whilst using eight eggs. I, I had eight eggs uh, and, uh, well, I had 12 yolk. Yeah, that's... I'm... I'm actually flabbergasted. <laughs> I'm lost for words. That a double yoke. It's like you know it's on rare. you know on Toy Story when um, Sid gets wood and buzz. He's like, "Wow, double prizes!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I say if I ever get a double yoke. <laughs> wow, double prizes! <laughs> but four, four double yokes. It, Unbelievable. It, it truly, 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 really, truly was. And and yeah. I feel very lucky because of that. Do, do you feel less lucky knowing that that luck could have been spent on a lottery ticket and not four double yolks in a oh, row? Oh, yeah, but that I kind of luck. I mean, Charis <laughs> did buy a Euro Millions and won a grand total of £3.40. Well, a win's a win. A win is a you can't win. can't put a price on that. You got your ticket money back and a little extra for your pocket. A- exactly. Well, her pocket, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, hey, mate, David, mate, how are you? Are you feeling lucky today? Uh, well, no, are I'm you not feeling lucky. I'm not. I'm not. Are you feeling lucky, punk? No, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm all right. Uh, yeah, not doing too badly. Um, I'm just. Uh, to be fair, I think what we're going to do is we're going to round the formalities off and the pleasantries and kick on with the main show because nothing I can say can compare to four double egg yolks. Wow. <laughs> So, to start off this episode, we're going to talk about Buffaloed. What's this film about? Well, a homegrown hustler decides to become a debt collector in a desperate bid to escape her own money problems and her hometown of Buffalo, New York. Before diving into this uh, review, let's take a little listen to a clip. Who wants to talk about money? That's me, Peg Dell. The maroon suit in your shoes may not tell you this, but I'm a hustler. Anyone need any tickets? I wouldn't screw you over. I'm a Bills fan. Ma'am? I'm making lots of friends in here. I'm going to break your tiny little ass in two. It's not that bad. Oh, my God! What? You got it! We can't pay for this. I want to stop trying not to be poor and start trying to get rich. What's the difference between a hooker and a debt collector? I like this joke. A hooker takes your money before screwing you. (laughs) I get it. Are you a debt collector? I'm relieving people with the burden of debt. Listen up, ass bags. Got a new number one. There's an amazing feeling you get when you find your true calling. Clearing your debt will decrease your stress which will absolutely increase your milk supply. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic trailer clip for this film. It really shows the pace, the vibrancy, the style of film that it is. Um, and I'm going to start in my usual place with the Rotten Tomato scores. It gets a good 77% from the critics and a very, very good 88% from the audience. And I just want to start by saying that... Um, I watch a lot of films, and a lot of films are very, very average, and this is not one of those films. I thought this was really, really good. Um, 
interesting from the beginning. Like I said, I need a film to... I don't need a film, but I like a film to grab me early and engage me. And immediately I was intrigued by this film. Uh, I thought the pace of it was absolutely perfect. Uh, I found it really, really engaging. And it really reminded me of Martin Scorsese's Wolf of Wall Street. Um, It had that real kind of... uh, greedy um wall street kind of feel to it um there are some plot holes in there and um a few twists and turns in the plot um that don't 100 percent add up and maybe if we get into some discussion I'll, I'll highlight some of those and the film does slightly go off the rails towards the end um not towards the end the the sort of middle to near the end bit is the worst part of the film the start is fantastic the end's great there's just a little bit in the middle about 20 25 minutes where i think it slightly goes off but overall i think it's far Fast-paced, fun, engaging. And can I just say that Zoe Deutsch, um, who stars as our protagonist in this, um, she stars as uh, Peg. And she is brilliant in this film. And when I say brilliant, I really do mean that. She's so in-your-face and sassy and just really, like burns the camera up like you just look at her and you go wow this this character is so full of energy and so full of enthusiasm and that's great testament um to the actor um i i really really enjoyed um enjoyed this film and i'm i'm really excited to see what the other guys thought of it so ranji uh we'll kick off with you buffalo what did you think I thought this film was excellent um you're right uh zoe zoe deutsch i think it's pronounced um was outstanding in this film. This film really does sort of... Uh, she really does carry the film on her shoulders um, and she does an excellent job of doing so. Um, and uh, she just has this... She sort of uh, conveys this this really sort of... Uh, this, this really cool sort of attitude and charisma and it just comes off screen so well. Um, you really do like her and you can sort of empathise with the, the bad decisions that she makes in, in her life and really want her to sort of get out of this hole that she sort of almost dug herself into. Um, and uh, I also want to give a shout out to Jai Courtney. I love the fact that Hollywood has stopped trying to make Jai Courtney the lead and everything. And they've slowly started to realise that he works so much better as the, uh, in sort of an ensemble piece or as the, as like a um, supporting actor um he was great in he was one of the greatest parts of uh, suicide squad in my opinion um and he's so good in this film he's just so you just he's just playing this really over the top sort of wannabe mob boss gangster and it's mm. just so funny to watch um and yeah I, I couldn't agree with you more about the pacing david i think this film does suffer from a few pacing issues it's sort of um it's sort of uh, near the end of it you just sort of want it to wrap up and I remember at one point I checked and I thought it was wrapping up and it still had almost like 45 minutes left. Um, and it, it just, it just needs to be, it needs to be a bit tighter. I think mm. the, the script and the pacing just needs to be, have a, just needs to have a bit of a clean up to it. Um, but yeah, Zoe Deutsch is so good in this. I want to see more of her as a lead, um, in future films to come. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, I thought this film was excellent and it's, well, it's interesting how this now TV episode that we're record that we're recording now has sort of worked out because we're going to be highlighting two sort of uh, two sort of big issues with the American sort of 
um, almost capitalist um, economic system and how people benefit and how it really sort of, you know, it, it, it really does make the people who are from more poor economic background suffer. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it has, it's a really interesting story, so it's sort of grounded in some sort of reality. There is some sort of truth to this story, and it highlights that at the end with the uh, the end title cards. Um, and, yeah, just just an excellent film all around, I think. I think it's a, it's a really fun watch. Um, Herbie, what did you think? Uh as I said, this has been a reoccurring theme and will continue to be. Um, I wasn't able to watch it due to my poor internet connection. Um, so I think we'll hear from Craig and then I'll do what I've done before and then ask a couple of questions about it because I certainly have some because I was really looking forward to watching this because I think Zoe Deutsch is brilliant. I've seen her in a couple of things that haven't really utilised her to her fullest potential, which I'll talk about in just a minute because I think I'd like to hear from Craig first. Well, okay, Herbie. Well, you completely hit the nail on the head here because uh, Zoe Deutsch is, as you say, she's just brilliant. Uh, usually underutilized. In here, she is fully utilized mm. as the enigmatic peg. She is just phenomenal in this film. A real powerhouse performance. Um, vibrant is a is a brilliant word to describe her in this film, and she just completely holds this entire film on her shoulders, and she carries it. Excellently. Um, the story is somewhat flawed in some senses, but I don't care about the flaws of this film because I am enjoying the absolutely brilliant characterization of this character come to life on screen through Zoe Deutsch. And she's just so, so out there that I just enjoy watching the shenanigans that she gets up to just unfold. And the more and more ridiculous and more money orientated that she becomes and the more selfish that she becomes the more stupid her actions become and unfold and the amount of times that she ends up in jail is just hilarious but um <laughs> yeah i i thoroughly 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 enjoyed watching this movie thoroughly thoroughly like thoroughly like for like thoroughly like i cannot i cannot <laughs> comprehend to you just how much i really love I this think movie thoroughly. and i think thoroughly <laughs> does the job quite well just i think if if it wasn't zoe deutsch in this character playing this role would this film be different well, of course it would be different but would it be better would it be worse? worse. I mean, I think it would be certainly be worse. Uh, definitely. Yeah, I think so. I think she is this film. Yeah. It's not the film has her doing something. She just she is just the film, and yeah. I totally believe that she is that character. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um. And yeah, I just I just yeah loved it. Really, really did. Yeah, and I I think what Herbie was so what Herbie was not sorry what Ranjit was saying about um the capitalist system looking at the yeah. debt process in America is fascinating. Yeah. For example, if you've got twenty thousand pounds worth of debt to a bank, um, the bank doesn't have the facilities or the time to chase you for that twenty thousand pound debt, so they will sell that debt on to someone else for say five thousand pounds. That person who's paid five thousand pounds for a twenty thousand pound debt, now that person really, really, really wants to chase that debt because they've invested five grand. But the person on the other end of the phone, the person whose original debt it was, still thinks they owe 20 grand. So the person will often phone them and say, if you pay today, we'll lower it to 10 grand. 
But of course, they've only paid five grand for that debt, so they're doubling their money. Absolutely fascinating, and a way that people get very rich very quick off of other people's uh, misfortune. Um, just so illegal and just shows you how backwards America really well, the is. Well, le- the legality of it is the interesting thing. And well, it's yeah. totally legal, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, it's exactly. just so, that's the problem. It's, it's illegal in my eyes that this is still allowed to happen. And this film really highlights and showcases exactly how bad the American um, justice system, I suppose, is in some ways. It's just backwards and just not not evolved it's just it's just caveman isn't it yeah. really i mean jermaine fowler plays a uh, a lawyer called graham and we get some of the legal side of of this film introduced through his character um and it like wolf of wall street it reminded me very much of wolf of wall street and the greed and the inconsiderate nature of people who are yeah. willing to get which which uh, rich off of the back of other people's misfortune and it's really interesting the journey that our protagonist goes on because she mm. goes from being in debt herself to becoming a debt collector through a phone call because she sees the potential to make money from this and it's just a really fascinating film. Loads of meat on the bone. And Zoe Deutsch's performance, like you, you said the question, would the film be different without her? Of course it would be. And it would be far inferior. Herbie, you wanted to uh, now say a few things now that you've heard our kind of views on the film after seeing it. Uh, what were your, your, your questions or uh, input that you wanted to have here? Yeah, so I was quite interested to hear about the comparison to Wolf of Wall Street, because as we all know, Wolf of Wall Street is a very long film. Uh, a, I think it's three hours exactly <clears throat> that it runs for, whereas this film I've looked up is, is closer to an hour and a half. Um, how do you think that affects the pacing of the film? Because it is a breakneck film in the same way that about two-thirds of Wolf of Wall Street was. I think I, I thought Wolf of Wall Street went on a bit too long. If it had sort of ended half an hour earlier, I think it would have been perfect, but it just kept on going for me, whereas this one is sounds completely breakneck, which suits the story it's trying to tell. Do you think that sort of works for it? It's difficult to compare in the same sort of cinematic way because it, this feels like a bit more of a a street level kind of story whereas mm. whereas Wolf of Wall Street is mega bucks like yeah. it is truly um, oh, yeah, extravagant in in the sense of everything that you see unfold and that includes the running time of that film it's extravagant um this film doesn't need to be so extravagant it's more of a characterization it's more about the people and and the things that are happening to the people rather than you know the boats and the, the 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 bad stuff, the drugs, the money, like all of that is visually seeable. This the money kind of isn't seeable, but it is it, the impact that it has is very much so uh, uh, vis- visualized in a in a in a story kind of way. And this it, the, it does drag a little bit at the end. Like you do kind of feel like it needs mm. to wrap up about now it, at at that at the length that it currently is. But um, I still I still forgive it because of the performances mainly yeah. i think yeah for me i think ranjit said the same thing there's there's about a 25 minute block of this film that just could have been a bit tighter and yeah uh, it, 
So the, the start is fantastic. The whole film's great. The start's fantastic. I think the end's brilliant. It finishes with a really powerful monologue. There's just a, a little bit near the end. It just needed tightening up a little bit. Mm. Um, but the comparison to The Wolf of Wall Street is that idea of getting on the phone, go out, sell, 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 as if your life depends on it. Yeah. And that, that sales environment of bang, another sale, bang, another sale, and having competitions yeah. and people at the top of the... Wolf of Wall Street is more over the top. I mean, you've got helicopters crashing you've got midgets being fired out of cannons it's just crazy <laughs> yeah, this that's that's kind of what i was trying to get at is, is the other crazy things that happen yeah. you remember yeah. far more than i have really. yeah well for wall street is more of a story of excess this yes. isn't really that sort of story no no yeah like it, it, it could be but it doesn't go down that road because it just doesn't need to um but yeah no i've i thoroughly loved this film any other any other thoughts or input that you wanted to add herbie yeah, just a couple of final points. So um, it was directed by Tanya Wexler, who I thought I'd look up. Um, she, I, I think she's the Wikipedia worded it very awkwardly, but I believe she's the half-sister of Daryl Hannah of 80s movie fame, yeah. which is um, fun. And she's got an upcoming film called Jolt, which stars Kate Beckinsale and Stanley Tucci. And once again, it's got um, Jai Courtney in it. So it'll be, like Renji said, it's nice that they're moving away from him as a leading man because... Too many, too many actors and actresses either get caught up in being the leading man that they don't get to do other stuff like Brad Pitt very much was because he's such a pretty boy, he really is, mm. that he gets caught up being the leading actor when he's such a good character actor like a Ad Astra I thought he was fantastic in. And they do get typecast, so it'll be interesting to see that. And um, just a final remark on Zoe Deutsch, it's been nice to see her sort of come up, up and coming as an actress because she... I, remember watching her years ago in I think it's called Dirty Grandpa of all films because that's one of those films you stick on because you think oh might as well (laughs) you you need to see if it's bad as they say and it was worse than they say but it was nice to see is that the Robert De Niro one yeah where he just because he just gets paid and does what he wants now so fair enough I'll do the same when I'm about (laughs) 70 and have done everything there is to do in cinema like I don't particularly blame him for it and she was the love interest in that uh um, Zac Efron and then she was in a film called Before I Fall a few years ago which is based off a really fantastic young adult book and a lot of actresses now and actors seem to be making their name in that first like Jennifer Lawrence in The Hunger Games and Shailene yeah. Woodley in um, Divergent who have then gone on to do and become really interesting really complex and diverse actors so it's um, quite interesting to see once again her um stardom rising from there to this sort of film which from what you're saying could be the sort of one that launches her as people realize that she is capable of so much because she's always been great whenever i've seen her and it's nice to hear that she's got on a role Mm. where she can really like you say sink her teeth into and show people what she's capable of because she is fantastic yeah, I think uh, I think you're absolutely spot on. Hopefully, this is a springboard for bigger and better things for Zoe Deutsch. So, what we'll do now is, uh, as I'm heading up this show, I think we'll ask the questions, Mr. Fields. Is that is that what we're we're, we're doing next? I think we probably could. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to start with you, Craig. Craig, buffaloed. Is it worth it? <laughs> Imagine if I said no. <laughs> no, no. Yes, this is very much so worth the watch. It's a really good, interesting, intriguing, and uh, enigmatic, vibrant film to watch. Um, in in the sense that it is just great and i think it's totally worth it yes ranjit for you is it worth it yes this film is worth it. It, it it does a really good job of highlighting a really 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 serious problem um with the american debt collection 
system in a really good cinematic and fun way. So, yeah, it's worth it. Herbie, for you, Buffalo, is it worth it? <laughs> I was I was excited to watch it before, and now I I cannot wait now. So a hundred percent. And David, is it worth it? <laughs> I just realised I asked you, is it worth it? You haven't even seen it. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 know you on the ball there, Herbs. Well done. Yes, for me, one hundred percent worth it. Brilliant performance from Zoe Deutsch. Check it out on Now TV or Sky Cinema. <laughs> Lovely, and now you're in for a real treat as we've got another film brand new for Now TV to talk about, Bad Education. No, this isn't the Jack Whitehall series that debuted on BBC Three. What's this film about? Well, a Long Island high school superintendent and his assistant are credited with bringing the district unprecedented prestige. Frank is a master of positive messaging, whether before an audience of community leaders or in an office with a concerned student or parent that changes when a student reporter uncovers an embezzlement scheme of epic proportions prompting frank to devise an elaborate cover cover up um, before we dive into a review let's take a little listen to a clip long island the town is only as good as its public schools these are the best early decision numbers that we've ever seen give yourselves a lot of applause oh yeah. shit it's larry for you he says it's about the school Larry, for me. Mm. This is a criminal matter. I'm going to make a public statement to the town. Hey, come on, no, 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 yes. no. That's how it has to be. No. Brilliant. I think that's uh, a clip that really sums up this film, which is punchy, fast, hard-hitting, funny, and just good um i just think that clip <laughs> yeah i just i just love that clip it's just precise uh, and to the point where can i start um with this film i'm not going to start with my usual rotten tomatoes because <gasps> I, because i don't actually have them up on my ipad <laughs> and, I and i haven't got time to get them up but um later in the show um i'll bring those to you or someone else will i want to start with the performance of hugh jackman here um I think he's brilliant in this role. I've been so impressed with Hugh Jackman in a variety of roles, whether he's been performing in um, Les Miserables or The Greatest Showman, showing off his talents as a singer and a, and a, and a, and a dancer and as a, as a musical. Um, you know, his origins are in musical theatre, I believe. But his performance in this is really well-rounded, layered, um, very likeable and dislikable at the same time. Um, the film itself is very well paced um, again I'm not sure of the running time I don't have it up in front of me but it didn't seem long um, the script is very very good um, that's what hits you about this 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 film it's quite word heavy um, but the script is very very solid um, engaging characters as well um, all of the characters in this film are very very engaging um, and there's some really interesting and dark comedy in this I wouldn't describe it as a laugh out loud comedy but it's sort of chuckle to yourself smile very not Ricky Gervais office humor or American office humor but you know that sort of dry sly darker humor that that runs through this um a really interesting plot um more so because it's based on a true story um some jaw-dropping revelations in this film things that happen or 
plot twist and you go, what? Yeah. Wow. Really? And finally, the thing that I'll say is there's lots and lots and lots of political and social commentary. Even though this film was based in 2001, I believe. Again, I'm off the cuff, so I don't know. I think 2004, still, I think. 2004. Yeah. Um, so the film is, you know, it's set in 16 years ago. It has a lot of things to say about modern politics, modern um, socioeconomics. Um, very, very interesting film. Uh, I was really really impressed by it uh, really really enjoyed it Craig I would love to know what you thought of um, Bad Education um, I, I really 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 enjoyed this, this movie um, I'll start off with talking about Hugh Jackman's performance I think um, and I think I'll start off there because it was a very interesting roller coaster of a ride to uh, uh, a viewing uh, f- of his character's development um, as you said plot twists throughout um, and I won't reveal because it would be um, a lot of spoilers, but his character certainly goes on a journey that I never expected to see. And the interesting thing, as you said, it, w- it is a true story. It's something that I, again, was my jaw hit the floor when I uh, when we uncover the things that happened. And I think in terms of then pace, then the film does a very good job of unraveling these plot twists in a way that is very deserving to the story. Um, Alison Janey is in this film as well, and I think she's brilliant. Um, I think I think actually she might have been slightly underutilized in this film later on, where more of the revelations come out. I felt like perhaps she could have been done a bit more, but then again, that could have been true to the story, yeah. uh, how her story unfolds. I, 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 there was some tangents that the film went on um, of the revealing uh, nature of the story through the eyes of one of the students. Yeah. Um, I felt like they didn't focus on that quite as much uh, when they could have done. They could have been some more, um, I don't know, more, more of the story based on what she was doing. Uh, it didn't quite go there. Something else that was interesting that this isn't. Uh, this is a HBO film. Mm. Um, so it is solely made by HBO. Um, I don't know whether this had a cinematic release or not, um, but it has been a long time coming onto Now TV and Sky Cinema, and uh, I'll be interested in, in if one of you guys are going to find that out. Um, but no, I I thought this film was going one way and totally totally yeah. threw me off, um, and in a way that I really appreciated. You know, the story could have been incredibly mundane. But it wasn't. It really, really, really wasn't. Um, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Ranji, I would love to hear your thoughts on this movie. Uh, I thought this film was excellent as well. Um, just, yeah, I'll start off with Hugh Jackman and Alison Jaley. They, they absolutely, just brilliant performances from both of them. Hugh Jackman especially is probably like his career best, I think. I think he was excellent in this film. Yeah. And he really does... He's he's so terrifying and so scary. Yeah, exactly. Um, just but you know he has this. He does a really good job of portraying this very professional, very uh, sort of sophisticated uh, exterior, and then you can really sort of he's able to convey what's really going on in his head really well, and he genuinely believes he's doing the right thing, which I think is also great. Uh, sort of uh, highlights how well his character is written as well. I love it when you when you have a villain who sort of genuinely believes he's doing the right he or she is doing the right thing and you can sort of see where they're coming from um and yeah Hugh Jackman's character does uh does that really well and it's just a shocking story like it's like I said I really like how this this now tv episode has sort of 
uh, come together with these with these highlighting these two very serious issues with the sort of the American economic system and yeah. how how easy it is for people to get away with these atrocities and like this this we're talking about millions and millions of dollars here. It's just people just get away with this and there's a I won't say what it is specifically, but there's a um, a title card at the end of this film where it tells you what um, has happened to Jackman's character and it was just shocking to read like it was just mm. it was so upsetting and you know it's you know it's just it's just not right um but yeah the script is brilliant the performances are great it's such a like you said David so many twists and turns um and yeah I absolutely love this film um Herbie what did you think well, have a guess. I was <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> I, I just, I, I hope this internet gets sorted soon because it's going to be so nice to watch not only the new films that are going to come out in the next month, but also a lot of these ones because this is just like Buffaloed again in that I'm a big fan of Hugh Jackman. Pretty mm. much anything he's in, I can watch. I find him so charismatic and talented as well beneath that charisma. I think a lot of people can ride through charisma and, and and nothing else but he has genuinely so much talent beneath those beautiful face <laughs> can't even can't even get my words out thinking about it <laughs> but um I, I think he's fantastic and anything he's in i'll watch so um i don't even care what it's about fair <laughs> that's, enough that's, yeah it's yeah. not very exciting for me but <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, no no i think i think you'll enjoy it i mean um before i ask the questions that is what i love about this film is that your your jaw is hitting the floor time and time and time again yeah. and you almost forget that it is based on a true story and yeah. as ranjit said that's that's the most shocking thing about it and like a good film does it leaves you with some statistics at the end you know what happened next and what did happen next was both shocking disturbing just crazy um overall for me uh, what i'm going to do now is i'm going to ask the question um mr fields bad education for you is it worth it I think this film is is 100% worth watching and I think this episode has brought to two fantastic films you could watch back to back either way uh, showcasing two problems within the American economic system as as Ranji um, so superbly highlighted Um, and yeah I, I, I loved both of these films and this one was nonetheless any worse or any better it was they're they're just like a box set of two great films that are American social ec- economic system, basically, written on that box set. Um, but yeah, no, really loved it. Ranjit, what did you think? Is it uh, worth it? Yeah, it's absolutely worth it. It's, um, like I said, almost a career best performance from uh, Hugh Jackman. He's just such a versatile actor, one of the best in the business right now. Um, and yeah, just check it out as soon as you can on Sky Cinema or, or Now TV. David, do you think Bad Education is worth it? Absolutely 100% worth it. Well-paced, great script, engaging characters, and a great performance from Hugh Jackman make this film definitely worth watching. And that brings us to the end of Cinema at Home Now TV Episode 3. Sorry about the wait, but we hope that we've more than made up for it with today's episode. 
If you've enjoyed listening, then please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to help us continue to grow, then please consider checking out our Patreon. Lockdown has slowed some of the progress we've been making, so an extra big thank you to all of our Patreons for helping to keep us going. We really do appreciate you, so thank you again very, very much. As always, we'd love to hear from you, and you can get in contact with us through our various social media platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Buffer. Uh, not Buffer. What's Buffer? We use that <laughs> as our social media thing. Uh, sorry. But you can also drop us an email at mymailisworthit at isitworthitpodcast.com. That email address again, and I'll read it much slower, is mymailisworthit at isitworthitpodcast.com. Thank you. And all that leaves me to say is a very, very, very good boo. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Chatty bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Marvellous, marvellous.